In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, may the love of God our Father, the peace of His Son, our brother Jesus Christ, and the joy of the Holy Spirit be with us all on this 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. We gather to listen to God's Word and reflect upon it, to humbly pray for our needs and those of others. We also remember our brothers and sisters who have gone before us, marked with a sign of faith. I'm Patrick Tefer, your brother in Christ. Let us begin with an introduction to our readings and a hymn in praise of the Holy Trinity. Brothers and sisters, two of the readings this Sunday talk about gratitude. But what does it mean to be grateful? Gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what one receives, tangible or intangible. The essence of gratitude is a grateful heart. Some of us will be fortunate enough to partake in the holy sacrifice of the Eucharist this weekend, described by the Second Vatican Council as the source and summit of the Christian life. At the very heart of it is this word, gratitude, because the word Eucharist comes from the Greek word eucharistia, meaning to give thanks. The Eucharist is the primary place where we can express our gratitude to God, acknowledge, appreciate and make some return to God for everything, whether he acts directly as in the miraculous cure of the lepers through humans like Elisha or through material things like water. It is always his gift. Giving thanks, expressing gratitude is a learned action. Laughing when we are happy and crying when we are sad are natural responses. But saying thank you has to be learned. Brothers and sisters, let us reflect today on the greatest blessings we have received in our lives and thank God for each and every one of them. Amen.
A reading from the second book of Kings. Naaman the leper went down and immersed himself seven times in the Jordan, as Elisha had told him to do. And his flesh became clean, once more like the flesh of a little child. Returning to Elisha with his whole escort, he went in and stood before him. Now I know, he said, that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Now please accept a present from your servant. But Elisha replied, As the Lord lives, whom I serve, I will accept nothing. Naaman pressed himself to accept, but he refused. Then Naaman said, Since your answer is no, allow your servants to be given as much earth as two mules can carry, because your servants will no longer offer holocaust or sacrifice to any god except the Lord. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Remember the good news that I carry. Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, sprung from the race of David. It is on account of this that I have my own hardships to bear, even to be chained like a criminal. But they cannot chain up God's news. So I bear it all for the sake of those who are chosen, so that in the end they may have the salvation that is in Christ Jesus and the eternal glory that comes with it. Here is a saying that you can rely on. If we have died with him, then we shall live with him. If we hold firm, then we shall reign with him. If we disown him, then he will disown us. We may be unfaithful, but he is always faithful, for he cannot disown his own self. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Alleluia, alleluia. Your words are spirit, Lord, and they are life. You have the message of eternal life. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory be to you, O Lord. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus travelled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered one of the villages, ten lepers 
came to meet him. They stood some way off and called to him, Jesus, Master, take pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go and show yourselves to the priests. Now, as they were going away, they were cleansed. Finding himself cured, one of them turned back, praising God at the top of his voice, and threw himself at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. The man was a Samaritan. This made Jesus say, Were not all ten made clean? The other nine, where are they? It seems that no one has come back to give praise to God except this foreigner. And he said to the man, Stand up and go on your way. Your faith has saved you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters in Christ, on this 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time Year C, the Gospel reading speaks about the healing of lepers. Healing is God's response of compassion to those who suffer. Compassion coming from the Latin for compassione meaning to suffer with. God suffers with his people. He sent his only son to suffer with us in order to deliver us from our bondage. He continues to suffer with us today. He suffered with the lepers in the gospel reading. We are told that when he was on his way to Jerusalem, in a border village between Galilee and Samaria, ten lepers came crying to him, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. They need help of some kind. Who are lepers, anyway? Life was difficult for lepers in the time of Jesus, not simply because of their disease, but because they were ostracised. In the book of Leviticus chapter 13, verses 45 to 46, we're told that lepers were to wear torn clothes, let their hair be dishevelled and live outside the camp. They were to cry, unclean, unclean, when a person without leprosy approached them, to warn people so as to avoid crossing paths with 
them. Lepers suffered not only in their body, but also a social and religious discrimination. By their sickness, lepers were considered impure and they were excluded from any social contact, even from contact of their family. We would say a leper was socially dead. To be healed was somehow like coming back from the dead. This is the kind of people who cried to Jesus for help. As outcasts, the lepers had no right to even speak to Jesus. Moreover, in the ancient Mediterranean world, touching a leper was a radical act. By touching a reviled outcast, Jesus defies the predominant culture that allowed these human beings to be ostracized and put on a lower level of dignity. Brothers and sisters, that is compassion for you. When it comes to human dignity, Christ erases distinctions. St. Paul declares, there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free. There is not male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Our first reading and gospel today present us with the cure of lepers. Naaman in the first reading and the ten lepers in, this, in, in the gospel. The first reading shows how Naaman professes his faith in the Lord that had healed him. He said, your servant will no longer offer holocaust or sacrifices to any god except the Lord. The gospel presents us with the healing of ten lepers. The surprising thing that nine were Jews and one was a Samaritan. Jews and Samaritans were enemies and really had no meeting point. Their health condition surely brought them together. Jesus sends them to see the priests according to the recommendation of Moses in the book of Leviticus. The priest was to verify and then reinstate them into society. On their way, we are told that they were healed. And one of them came back to Jesus to thank him. On this note, Jesus taught a very great lesson on thankfulness, on gratitude. My friends, in both scenarios, we see gratitude or the lack of it at work. Gratitude isn't hard, we all know that, and yet in our day-to-day -day routines, we often forget the most important things in life, like gratitude, especially towards God and the people closest to us. Who are the people in our lives this week that we need to be grateful for? At home, at work, in the community. Who do we need to offer thanks to? Every day, 
we must not forget to remember to thank somebody. Mum, dad, husband, wife, sister, brother, colleague, classmate, neighbour. Every day we can find somebody to thank and to really mean it sincerely rather than superficially. From those who serve us at the stores, the restaurants, the supermarkets, to our men and women in uniform who keep us safe, doctors, school teachers, the list of people we can thank goes on and on. Giving thanks should be part of our daily lives. We don't have to have something special happen in our lives in order to give thanks. Thanksgiving is what Eucharist is all about, as we said before. It is what our daily living can reflect each day. Sometimes life can only be endured. Yet even then, we can thank God for the gift of endurance. Sometimes our personal pains and sufferings threaten to overwhelm us. Even then, we can give thanks that he is with us. We can learn to offer whatever happens to each and every one of us each day for the sake of others, both the good and the bad. St. Paul puts it this way, I bear with everything for the sake of those who are chosen. We are invited to pray for all others and especially for the members of the household of our faith. We are always able to live our lives for others, no matter where we are or what we are doing. Because of that, we can always give thanks. To finish, my brothers and sisters, I have just a small task for all of us. Let us think carefully. What are the three things that we are most grateful for. Being grateful means first and foremost that we notice good things in our lives and recognize the source of these things. To recognize that they come from outside of us, from beyond ourselves. Brothers and sisters, let us pray for the grace to be people of gratitude. Gratitude to others, but most of all to God who is the source of all goodness. Amen. Let us turn to the Lord now with all our needs and the needs of others in gratitude for the many ways in which he had already blessed us and continues to bless us. Let us pray for the church throughout the world that followers of Christ everywhere may rejoice in God's loving care for them. 
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for those who govern our country, that they may do so wisely and with a sense of justice. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for the work of Cafod, that our generosity in caring for others may be a measure of our awareness of God's many blessings to us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for ourselves, that we may always be ready to thank God for his loving mercy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for those who have died, especially those who are dear to us, that the Lord will welcome them into the joy of his kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the prayers in our hearts and those who have asked us to pray for them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us ask our Lady to pray for us and with us as we say. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Lord God, your Son Jesus Christ has revealed to us your great love and compassion. We ask you to hear our prayers and to answer them through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, my brothers and sisters, for joining me today to praise and worship God. I wish you a joyous celebrations of the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. Let us finish our prayers like we began. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>